Well, hello, good day. This is Kimberly, and we're here at Wake Up With KC. And today I have something that I, I feel it's important with everything that's been going on, even around the world, of, you know, how do we redefine our lives in this changing world? And, you know, surviving coronavirus and how to understand the world news, the real world news with becoming strong, stronger on the inside and enhancing our personal relationships and then coping with the loss of any loss with the, the changing world as well. And today I have a, a very special guest who is a research um, author. He's a therapist and a training in helping the process of life so we can transform our lives and evolve as well. And please welcome Mr. Foss Ruggiero. Kimberly, thanks for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be spending some time with you today. Well, thank you for joining us. And I, I appreciate what you do. You've been in the profession now for over 40 years now. How did that begin for you? Well, that was something that was just, I think, me. I'm just that person that uh, connects well with people. Uh, I like to listen to people. I love being around people. So it just evolved from that point and went forward. Then formal study took hold and came out of graduate school. And here I am. It's 40 years later. Wow. And you've you've have been very successful in doing this. But what what happened when when did you realize that this is what you wanted to do? I think I always knew it. Um, but when I uh, took, you know, once I took the first psychology course and, uh, you know, it just got under my skin and it, it, it never let go. Um, and uh, then once I got out of graduate school and started seeing people, you know, then it, everything changes from that point. You know, you you uh, you start seeing a few little the results. People are listening. People are changing their lives. 
uh, and you realize you have a part of that, there's a real good feeling in that. And you also, at least I do, I grow, I'm still growing. And 40 years later, I'm still growing with every person that I, that I, you know, I'm so privileged to be in contact with. So you, you, you keep on learning, you keep on teaching and, and the passion never dies. Wow. That is so impressive. And did this also help transform your life as you evolve? You know, uh, you, you can't do this and not have your life uh, change. It just doesn't happen. Uh, you know, again, I have the privilege of becoming in contact with so many people, and they all have a different life story. And if you're willing to listen and connect to that, then, you know, parts of your, even if it's a small part, part of your world changes, and you incorporate that into the way you're doing things. Sometimes it's consciously, sometimes not so consciously, but uh, you, you, your mind remains open and you just experience a lot of new things. It's it, on my on my end. It's not only the giving part; it's that you receive so much. It never. It's it's the gift that never stops giving back. If you can hear me, I have you frozen on my screen. Are you there? I am now. You were fro. I was just sending you an email. You were frozen on my screen. Yeah, I don't know what happened. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start the broad. Mom, if I end it, I'll edit it. Let's just pause for a moment, and then I'll just cut, edit, and put it together. Because I could do that. I'm not going to air it right away. So it gives me mm -hmm. a chance to edit and put it together nice and neatly. And no okay. one will ever know. <laughs> That's the beauty of being a producer <laughs> and an editor. That's it. All right. So, <laughs> and you know what? It happens. So you just got to roll with it. Okay. So I started. 
All right. You've been in this profession for over 40 years now. And how did that begin for you? Well, again, you know, for me, uh, it was it was just something that I was going to do. I was going to do all my life. I knew that uh, came out of graduate school and uh, started working in various clinics, uh, deaf kids, um, substance abuse, uh, abused women, all those kinds of things of prison. And uh, everyone was a new experience. It kept on going and uh, until I started private practice, which is now in, I'm in my 32nd year. Wow, that's impressive. And when did you realize, like, this is what you wanted to do? Well, you know, it, it's the kind of thing that was always inside me. I think we all have our own gifts, and uh, that's always been mine. I did that since I was a kid. I was listening to people. Uh, so I always knew that that was a talent that I had. I just didn't know whether I wanted to do that all the time. Going to school, taking the courses, starting to – do that with people, I, I kind of realized, well, you know what, this is something that flows naturally for me. I enjoy it. So, you know, 40 years later, I'm the guy that hasn't worked a day, so to speak, because every day is a, you know, not, it's not a job. It's just, it's what I do. Right. Especially when you love doing what you, you do, it doesn't feel that way. And, you know, did this help also transform your life as you were, you know, going as you kept going forward and in, in your career. I think if you're a person that loves this type of a of a life, uh, it's always giving back. Um, you know, you, you, it's it's hard to connect with another human being and then walk away from that and say, "Well, I got nothing." Even if they weren't giving much, you got something. Uh, you know, you change your approach, you learn, you, you uh, hear them speak and you hear their life story and you learn. And as you learn, you give back and it just, it's a recipro reciprocal process that never stops. Almost like law of attraction. <laughs> exactly. Very much so. <laughs> well, I know you, you've published this book. And uh, the Fix Yourself Handbook, what inspired you to write that? You know, I, I was counseling for so many, for a couple decades and uh, putting together a lot of things, uh, you know, that work. You, you, your people are coming in, you're throwing some things out. Maybe that's not, you know, that we learned in college, that wasn't so, so uh, effective. Other things were working better. And I started to realize that there were processes that we really needed to learn in our lives so that we can put that internal strength in motion, things like honesty and uh, learning how to manage our emotions and communication, all different kinds of things. And uh, I put that into a program as I got toward, uh, I was doing it for 20 years. I was using that program with people for, I think it's over 2,000 people now. It worked so well that I just thought it's a good idea to put it in the text and get it out there so you know people beyond the office uh, can have access to the program. That's awesome. I, I'm, I'm like so happy to know that you, you've done this. And would you agree that limited beliefs, mental programming, and even emotional energetic traumas can play a part of some of the problems that people are still dealing with? 
all of that does. You know, there's nothing, you know, I, I, I always tell people it's a dynamic world and we're a dynamic life force. And everything that on our timeline is going to have some type of, of an effect on us. Uh, so it's good to be as strong internally, have as much internal balance as you can. So when these things come along, you're stronger and you're more able to deal with those things. So absolutely, those things that have a, you know, a significant effect on the way we live as the, the positive things, things that, you know, that are that, that feed the spirit and, and feed the, the mind. Uh, anything that we what we live, anything we experience is going to affect us in some way. Yes, and then wouldn't you agree that it it is you can change and transform your life? We can change anything we want to change. And I keep telling people, you know, we, we're hearing things like the new normal and what it's going to be like. And I look back and I say, why in the world would you want to go try to find the new normal? Why don't you create it? That's really what life should be all about. We create our forward movement. That's what I'm teaching people. That's why I wrote the book. Get strong on the inside so you're not feeling overwhelmed and traumatized by a world that's never going to stop doing those things. So why don't you just get stronger on the inside and then create your path? You know, stop riding someone else's wave. Make your own is what I always tell people. Uh, that's, it's a much more efficient, much more fulfilling way to live. And you're in control of your own life. Right. And, you know, I always tell on my my podcast and now, I, um, you know, expanding to broadcasting my TV show, it's I look around and I'm a history geek now. I just came so fascinated with, you know, the history that's there that's not being mentioned of. And I'm like, history's keeping repeating itself. It's just different timelines. Why? When are we going to wake up? Would you agree that there's some truth in that? There's a load of truth in that. We can see it with what's going on in, in just in our country today. You know, we're talking about all the unrest and people are saying now all this new stuff. And I'm saying I've been around since, you know, the, the late 50s. I've watched this cycle just in our modern history. We're on a third or fourth time through it. And we're doing exactly the same thing we did 60 years ago to try to change it. If it didn't work the first time. Why would we work today? We have, you know, we, 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 I always tell people we should have a plan in anything that we're going to do. So if we're going to change what's going on in the nation, what is the plan to make that happen? I haven't seen it yet. Neither have I. I agree with you on that. And then, you know, to stop and pause and look back at the failures of our ancestors and what didn't work to recognize, okay, Apparently we did this and it didn't work. We got to come up with a better way of doing things. <laughs> but you we agree? Do. Absolutely, we do. It, in our world and in our own lives, all a failure does is define parameters that don't work and then guide you to move in a direction where you, you research some new things that will work. That's all. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you something. You know, what, what was the hardest thing that you experienced in your life that you learned from to help you that you could share with others? You know, you go through life changing events in your life. And, uh, uh, you know, we had a, a good close family when I was young. And then around, when I was nine, my father was 42 or 44 at the time, 42. And he had a, a massive stroke. He lived, but he really couldn't function much uh, anymore. 
And uh, so, you know, four kids in the house, I'm the oldest male. I decided that, well, I guess I'm going to grow up right away. Well, you know, talk about a colossal mistake. Uh, you know, so you, you, it took, you t I took on so much. Uh, and that probably also had to do with uh, me moving into this profession. You know, things changed, perspective changes, accountability, responsibility, all the things changed. So, so you know, uh, either I was going to get stronger uh, going through that or I was going to let it break me. So uh, fortunately, you know, I mean, it came through the, uh, I didn't break, there were cracks along the way, but uh, I'm still together and I'm still doing what I need to be doing. And enjoying it and loving it at the same time. Absolutely. But let me ask you another question. You know, it's going to be like a, you know, I'm trying to get this to find out more uh, from my guests. But what is the most embarrassing moment that you ever had in your life that you can laugh at? I don't know that. Um, I, I've never been one to embarrass easily. I, I kind of laugh at it all, you know. Um, <laughs> you know I always figure, you know, I, 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 if you when I go back and people have asked me that, what, what embarrassed you the most? I, I, I don't know. Maybe uh, I, maybe when I danced for the first time. I don't know. It's nothing that I, I don't, my mind doesn't work that way, you know. Um, if if mm -hmm. uh, you make a mistake, you laugh. It's okay. You know, that, that was embarrassing. Okay. And it's done and you move on, you have a good time and, and you don't let it uh, be something that you take home and say, Oh my God, what did I do tonight? You know, fortunately I'm not a, a drinker or a substance abuser. So I pretty much know what I, what I've done every night. But, uh, but uh, yeah. And I, and again, that's where I school people to, to try to be able to laugh at yourself. You are going to make mistakes. Some of them are going to be public, you know, uh, and if it happens, it's not the end of the world. Laugh at it, learn from it, move on. Right. I, I feel now that, you know, I'm, e I'm even being consciously aware of my vocabulary, my words. And now, you know, I don't look at mistakes as mistakes or failures as failures. I look at them as experiences to help me learn, grow, and evolve. And there's no right way or wrong way or good and bad about it. It's what I choose to do with it. Would you, you know, agree? Absolutely. Mistakes uh, really tell us that we're trying to do something. We're in the game. You know, we're out there. Uh, uh, interacting with our world there's nothing wrong with that and i look at them as gifts really I, I, and that's what i try to tell uh, uh coach my people to do i say stop looking at this thing like it's a failure and look at me and i can't do anything right if you have made a mistake that just means you were trying to do something okay learn from it it's a gift it, it is one step further that's closer to your goal if you will that's all it is there's nothing more so you you, mm -hmm. you throw that out. You say, okay, fine. I, I won't do that now. That I learned from that. Let's move to the next uh, the next part of the gift, and you will get to where you need to go. Yes, and then you'll find more joy in the process of it. So, what is the most fondest, joyous experience that you've had along your journey? Well, I think you know I have four fantastic children. You know, and uh, every one of the their birth were a gift and uh, they've grown to, uh, grown to be fantastic people, uh, you know. So, you know, when, when you look at what I really, really put myself into the most, you know, it was the, it was for them. So, you know, the, that, that is far and away the biggest gift that I've, that I've had in my life. And you've instilled into them the things that you've learned in your profession 
and career to help guide them and let them experience and make their experiences whatever it may be to in order to learn from and not hinder or enable them yeah it's always a combination i think parenting is a combination between providing the information and the guidance that's necessary and allowing them then to use that in a way that they're comfortable with because they are their own life force uh and then you know if you do that then they're more, they're more apt to come back when they're a little confused or things aren't going well and say you know help me out with this because they know that it's not going to be a lecture or a focus on what they did wrong it's just okay this is let's look at this and you made some mistakes there and let, let's move it forward let's establish a direction together and then you go do it that's awesome and do you think that history science and spirituality go hand in tangent together to help us awake so we can evolve and and assist in the transformation that we need today Absolutely. I mean, you can't phase any of it out, you know, and people do that. They say, well, we're not going to think about that or we're not going to use that. You know, the river flows and it never stops. And somewhere along the line, we have to realize that all these processes are working at the same time. And to deny any of them doesn't make a lot of sense. You may make some decisions about which ones you want to use and to what level, but to deny them makes no sense whatsoever. No, or deny them or be ignorant that it's there. Right, exactly. You know, that, that's what that's being, you know, dynamic in your world. Let's let's try to understand what's there. Incorporate as much information as possible, which of course gives you many more options in your life, more choices. And that's what again I teach, have options in your life, but in order to have options, you've got to be able to be a student of life so you you, you gather the information. So what changes do you see in the future and how are you continuing to make a difference in it? I think the book is, is a big part of that now. Uh, you know, uh, the counseling is there. Um, I'll, I'll continue to do that, even if it's a part time basis. But now to get the message out uh, that there is a way to get stronger, because I wrote the book differently than other self-help books are written. I, I didn't want to get wordy. I didn't want to get, you know, f give people lots of fluff and use all the acronyms and all the, the, the new stuff, all the new language they're using. I wanted to give people uh, a good, a crisp picture of what was going on. So there's 36 chapters uh, stocked with information on 36 different problems of life and then the exact information that they need, of the, the exact steps they need to take to correct those problems. People that are doing this are, are really, really getting back to me and saying, you know, finally someone has said, hey, this is the information. There's no fluff. Now do these things. And you, and if you continue to do them, because it's a life program, it's not this quick fix stuff. You know, if you do this in 10 steps, you'll be better. It's impossible. Uh, so, you know, they're seeing that, you know, they can do this every day. There are gains to be made and life is changing. Yes. And when you... And I, I haven't gotten the book yet. I'm looking forward to receiving it. But do you include about how the limited beliefs, the mental programming, even the emotional energy, it changes all the biochemistry in your body as well? I talk about those things, whether, you know, it's anger and how it can become addictive or whether it's it getting into the spiritual part of us and, and opening our mind to that because, you know, people will do that as soon as they hear spiritual, anything that has, you know, that, that transcends the, the conscious mind, they have a problem with that. Uh, and I say, 
just go look into it get read about it experience it see if it fits don't limit your brain your brain is a limitless uh a commodity for you it, it, it can embrace so much but when we start saying no i'm not going to do that we really start you know the ceiling gets lower is what it does and you know i just say open your mind to everything and see what's there yeah instead of limiting yourself and you know the mind is a very powerful powerful uh organ in our body and i keep telling you know my audiences and people that i try to help in coaching and whatnot i'm like first and foremost you are a spiritual being so there's some aspect of spirituality that you already have in you and then you're a sexual being inside this human being <laughs> And, and there's a misconception of each and every part of those. I tell people all the time that there's a balance. We are physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. You can't deny any of that. It's with, with us every day. I talk about love when I get to the latter part of the program. And I say, well, where do you think love comes from? And they all start talking about the heart. I said, that's a pump. That pumps blood. It, the, then it's the brain. I said, well, the brain is an intellectual thing designed for facts. Love comes from the spirit. That's where love comes from. And when you understand that, that's when it becomes unconditional. It learns how to give and take. But again, if you've denied that part of you, then you are limited to this hallmark way of loving that doesn't exist. And that's why you program all this excitement into love. Love does shouldn't have all this excitement. Love is tranquility. It's not. It's not all that. It's not that chaotic dance we do. So you know, when you when I start to present these things, then they start to say, "All right, well, there might be something else." All I want them to do is explore it. I don't want them to do it my way. I don't want to try to push something on. I just want them to be people who are who define themselves as life explorers. Nothing more. And be authentic, like your true authentic self. And when you, you just mentioned love, would you agree that love is already in you? It's not from the outside. It's actually deep within you. And it's a, a an energetic feeling. And once you experience that, that could actually help transform your life because you're no longer looking on the outside. You got, you, you've experienced to such a degree, you look at things in a different perspective absolutely and that's why i say it comes from the spirit and that's all why i also talk about being balanced if you can get your your, your those attributes again the physical intellectual emotional and spiritual attributes balanced then that's what leads to what i call pure love uh you know unconditional love love that is not worldly it's not it's not affected by the world it starts on the inside it emanates out and it and it wraps itself around everything we touch gratitude works the same way if when you get to the latter stages of the program you'll know that and when you do that then the self the, that selfish part of you falls away and you find yourself in service of the world that when you get to that point and you're you're a true giver every your, your whole life is different well, do you have any um, events, workshops uh, coming up? Uh, not at the moment. You know, with, with the pandemic, those types of things, that kind of puts things out. But what I've been doing is I've been doing probably three or four interviews every week. I've done about, I think, close to 100 now in the, in the past uh, nine or 10 months. So what I'm doing is just getting out there and, and promoting this, this, this message as much as I can. 
Well, I sure do appreciate, you know, everything that you do to help others. You are a godsend for sure. And how can somebody reach out to you and get your book? The book is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble, all of the usual retailers. And for those who would like to touch base with me, there is a website. It is my name, FosterRuggero.com. Uh, that book, that website is dedicated to the book. They'll find chapter outlines, excerpts from the book, the whole philosophy of the book. All of my uh, interviews are there, so if they want to sit down and really learn about all the various topics, they can do that. And they can also connect with me or book me there, uh, whatever that chooses, if there's a contact link available. Is your book also available audio, Kindle? It's available Kindle. Audio is now in the process. We're starting to get that going, so we are going to turn it into an audio book. That's awesome. Well, Foss, I want to thank you again for being a guest on my show, and I am definitely going to spread your message and uh, get it has to you you stepped up in the right timing with everything that's been going on in this world and I can't thank you enough for everything that you do thank you for joining us today it has been my pleasure It was a wonderful interview and uh, thanks again for the invitation I will and I look forward to having you again on my show <laughs> that'd be wonderful okay bye have a nice day you too Well, stay tuned for next episode. You never know who I'm going to have on my show. I look forward to talking to you and sharing more insight. I hope this helped you. Enjoy your day.